welcome back to another episode of The Good Conversation, a podcast where we share and celebrate the life experiences of anyone and everyone. My name is Valerie, and today I have the pleasure of interviewing a very special guest, Leona. Leona, for those who don't know you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you'll be talking about today? Sure. Um, Hi, people of the internet. Um, So I'm Leona. I graduated from UBC in 2019 um, from the kinesiology program, so same as Iris, the other host of the show. Um, So today I'll be talking about life after graduation and making that transition from being a student to being like question mark, whatever whatever you become. So yeah. All right. Well, congratulations on graduating. I know it's been a year, but it's still a big achievement. Thank um, you. So first, can you tell me about what your life has been like post-university? For sure. So, I mean, it kind of came in stages um, post-graduation. So, of course, the first stage is like, oh my god, yay, like you feel like this weight has been lifted off your back because for once you actually have free time. Like you go home and you're like, oh, I don't have, like, five papers to do and, like, three readings to read and whatever. It's like, oh, I can actually do what I want. So the first stage is definitely a weight has been lifted off of your back. feels really good. Um, And then you kind of go into the second stage where you're like, oh, my God, like, what do I do now? (laughs) You know, because when you have so much free time, you don't know what to do with it because in university – you know, it's all laid out for you. It's like, okay, I have a project due on this day. I have an assignment due on this day. I have a reading done on this day. You just always know what the next step is. And honestly, you do feel a little bit lost at first because um, there's nothing laid out for you. You can really do whatever you want. Um, so that uncertainty was a little bit difficult to deal with at first. But, you know, I like to think in hindsight, like when things are uncertain, the possibilities are endless, right? Like, then that's a good thing and a bad thing, but, you know, you can make the most out of it and realize that you really do have the opportunity to create your day and to create your own happiness however you want that to look like. So I'd say that would be the second stage. Um, The third stage, I think, is slowly kind of creating your schedule and I realized like what I actually like to do. Like I completely forgot that I knew how to play piano. I completely forgot that like I like reading. All those things I completely forgot during university because I was just so preoccupied with schoolwork, career advancement and things like that. Because I find that UBC is such, um, it's such a great environment because UBC, you are surrounded by people who are really driven and motivated. So you definitely kind of fall into that identity. But starting to find what my hobbies were, that made me find another identity, Um, an identity that was a little bit more truer to myself in a way that touches on more parts of my life than just like study, 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 and work, work, work. So yeah, that's, I think in a nutshell, that has been what post-grad life has been. And then of course, when COVID hit, things changed again. I'm sure for a lot of people and whether you're in school or not, but like COVID has changed because I was working full time and I was just kind of starting to become part of like society, I guess you could say. But 
of course, of course, again, identity has changed. And I was more um, focused on doing things that I was not able to do that I didn't have the time for. Yeah. Okay, wow. I actually really love what you said about like the different stages post-grad. Mm -hmm. So like the different stages that you mentioned was the first stage is like celebration and relief mm -hmm. because now you have so much free time and sure. then the second stage is when you're a little lost and you're like mm -hmm. okay I have so much free time but like what do I do with it like mm -hmm. I have nothing to do and I don't know what to do mm -hmm. and then the third one is when you kind of get your life together yeah. and create a schedule and you get to create your own day and your own mm -hmm. happiness and you get to choose how your life looks and mm -hmm. I really I really love that third stage because I, I can really feel like the empowerment that you have yeah. and that you gained about your like towards yourself I guess and your own life and you're like wow this like this is my life I can choose how I want it to be exactly exactly like you really feel a really good sense of control um and yeah you feel empowered like as you said you definitely feel really empowered and it's something that you want that you're able to share more um with the people around you mm-hmm yeah so you mentioned that during stage two, when you were feeling lost, you mm -hmm. mentioned that it was really challenging because things were really uncertain. Yeah. Um, sure. I'm wondering what other challenges did you face when you graduated? Mm, definitely. I think one challenge was that sh abrupt shift in identity. Because, you know, when you're a student, it's all encompassing, right? Like, you're not just like a student from the hours of like nine to three kind of thing. It's like your whole life revolves around being a student. It's like eating those like $2 meals and like staying up late and like breaking out, like all of that. It's like 24 seven, like you're 24 seven a student. So a lot of things, or you build your identity around like, okay, I'm hardworking. Like, oh, I accomplish things, right? Like, oh, I'm good at time management. Um, oh, I'm really good at making like, microwave meals past 2 a.m. like all that kind of stuff like you associate with yourself right and then you know of course you're proud of it but then when school ends it's like oh all of a sudden I don't have those things anymore like like what am I <laughs> you know so that was definitely really challenging is trying to find again like what makes me proud of myself that doesn't have to do with being a student um, so maybe before you associated being hardworking with like, oh, I'm able to do all my si assignments in one day. So now that school's over, like what things do you have to associate with being hardworking? And you have to slowly kind of look for that in order to uphold that identity. So yeah, a bit of an identity crisis, <laughs> um, or like some people call that like a quarter life crisis. Um, <laughs> if you've heard of that term, I'm sure you've heard of that term before. But yeah, like quarter life crisis is kind of like you're so used to constantly being on the move and like constantly looking for the next thing. Like, you know, when you're a student, you have so many opportunities. It's like, okay, my next thing would be like, oh, this new job, or like, oh, I'll be like a research assistant for this lab, or I'll be a TA, or I'll do this internship. And now it's kind of like, oh, what's the next step? And looking for that next step is not so obvious after graduation. Like you really have to create those doors for yourself. I don't remember which book I read, but they're kind of saying like there's a difference between the people who kind of like peer through windows and then the people who build the doors. 
So um, peering through windows would be like, okay, you have all these options in front of you, like just like in school, right? Like you have all these opportunities laid out in front of you and people are constantly like, oh, what do you wanna do, right? It's like, we can put you in this program, we can give you this class. So that's like peering through the window and then you get to pick. But after graduation, those opportunities, you actually have to build them yourself. And you never know what lies on the other side of the door that you build. So that part is really difficult. And I think that all constitutes like that whole quarter life crisis thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. I actually like, I never thought about it in the way that you said it, like the mm. difference between people who peer through the window and mm -hmm. people who actually build the door. Because mm -hmm. I feel like that kind of relates back to the third step that you're, or the third stage that you were talking about earlier, about how mm -hmm. you really have to create your own life and your own schedule after sure. graduation. And, mm -hmm. and then you mentioned here that during your quarter life crisis, you mm -hmm. kind of had to go out and make your own opportunities. Like there's so much more that you can do post-grad but you mm -hmm. really have to like search for it and create it and find it for yourself. So I feel like mm -hmm. there's a really good kind of parallel between the two parts there. Exactly. Um, yeah. So I guess you already mentioned a little bit about how you dealt with um, the quarter life crisis. I'm wondering if you could talk a little bit more about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so dealing with, oh my gosh, like I feel like I was like aggressively bombarding myself with like books, podcasts movies, YouTube videos, like all sorts of things. Like that was my first strategy is just like bombard myself with um, material from people who have gone through it. So whether that be like professional stuff, like books written by um, psychologists and people who have PhDs and professors, real professionals. But then I also wanted to hear like real stories. So that's where I went to YouTube and podcasts because that's just people being really authentic and just sharing their story. So I think first having the mindset that everyone's going through this, it's fine. You know, it's not the only person that has to go through this and feeling less alone just makes you feel a lot more empowered and a little bit more in control. And then of course, talking to friends about this situation um, also helps. But the thing is, actually, I was the first out of many of my friends to graduate. So I did not have many friends who were experiencing the same thing. Um, and that was one of the challenges. But um, I did get closer with a lot of friends who did graduate and they helped me out. They helped me out with it. So it really is just having an open mind and being patient with yourself. Um, like, honestly, the one you are looking for is you, right? Like she, the future you is looking for you. And she's like, hi, <laughs> like find me already. That kind of thing. <laughs> so um, yeah, just being patient with yourself and having trust that you are going to become who you're meant to become. Um, and just kind of let life take its course. Like, you know, life doesn't have to be taken so seriously. Like none of us make it out alive. So um, <laughs> just having that, <laughs> like having that positive mindset um, with it really helps. Just, yeah, letting life flow, <laughs> cheesy as that is. Oh my God. Wow, that's so amazing. Like I, I really appreciate how you went out and took initiative to mm -hmm. kind of figure out what to do with yourself during this challenging time. Like mm -hmm. you listened to 
podcast, you read books and you watched movies and watched YouTube videos. I think that's so amazing how you like kind of went out there and did that all for yourself. Um, mm -hmm. so just to summarize, um, you said that first you need to have like a kind of open mindset and you need to mm -hmm. understand that you're not alone in this. And then sure. when you know that you're not alone, you feel like you're more in control. And then yeah. second is like talk to other people such as your friends, maybe family. Mm -hmm. And third is to be patient and trust yourself that you will eventually find who you are. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I like, I really, really liked what you said about how life, like, don't take life too seriously. Because <laughs> you put out a life. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's, I mean, like, okay, yeah, not to get darker existential, but like, that's the truth, right? Like, just enjoy, you know, enjoy every day, right? Like, enjoy your life. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. I love it. I feel like that's going to be my, like, new motto. Instagram, oh, yeah. <laughs> Instagram caption. <laughs> Photo creds. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so I kind of want to go back to mm -hmm. what we were talking about earlier, about mm -hmm. step two, yeah. uh, like, the second stage, where you realize that you have so much free time now and you don't know what mm -hmm. to do with it. So I'm wondering, what have you been doing with all this new free time that you've had? Ooh, okay. Um, let's see. I think I've been taking on more um, personal projects. Um, so I've been like I've been doing a little bit of YouTube um, YouTube videos here and there. Um, I'll talk, maybe I'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, but yeah, just kind of um, uh, rediscovering hobbies. So like one of my hobbies that. I kind of abandoned during university was reading, uh, reading for fun, um, not like read page 121 <laughs> to 150 for next Tuesday's class, like actually reading like what I want and going to the library and like picking out a book. So that part's been really exciting is just rediscovering hobbies like that. Another thing that I've been up to would be spending more time with friends and family. Um, I feel that during university that was something that I did not get the luxury of doing just because, um, you know, always working, um, always studying. And of course you study with friends, but you know, it's a whole other ball game to like go out with a friend and to spend some like uninterrupted time an entire day with a friend. And neither of you have to worry about like getting to your next class or like going to office hours. Like it just feels really free. So yeah, that's another thing is really just spending time um, with people more and relaxing. That sounds like such a great life, honestly. As mm -hmm. someone who has just recently graduated, I feel like I can kind of I can kind of see that in the future for me, where I'll be mm -hmm. able to spend time with friends and not be worrying about like, oh my god, like I should be studying <laughs> for my midterm in two days yeah. instead of like <laughs> food with my friend or going to the beach or something. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but wow, I have so many things I want to ask you about you mentioned that you've been spending a lot of time with your friends and a lot of that time is undistracted time where you mm -hmm. don't feel worried about um, anything related to school I guess because yeah. you're not in school anymore yeah um, so <laughs> how has that like spending that type of time with your friends how has that affected the dynamics of your friendships and relationships yeah definitely so I think yeah I'll talk about like the good and like some challenges but like the good is that you discover new things that you can do with your friends because back then it was kind of like, 
like an our idea of um of quality time would be like oh let's study at a cute coffee shop right like let's head up a coffee shop in downtown right it'll be all cute and stuff and we'll go like that'll be our hangout um but then you know now that we don't have anything to study it's like okay what else can we do right like um let's try doing this like let's try um let's try taking a painting class let's try doing an art class let's try watching the sunrise right it's like you really discover new things and you're able to bond over new things as well so that was one of the things that were really really nice i guess one of the challenges would be so as i mentioned previously that some of my um, most of my friends actually didn't graduate at the same time as i did they graduated a year later um, in 2020 so they were still in school for that year that kind of gap year that we had i guess one of the challenges would be that they would talk about school a lot and I'd be like, oh my gosh, like I, I don't relate anymore, right? Like they would talk about how they're like stressed out with um, a midterm or something and I'd be like, uh, I, I'm stressed out too. Like I went to the grocery store today and they didn't have like the brown bananas I wanted. Like I'm stressed, you know, like, like, you know, I just like try so hard to relate, right? Because like I remember being in those shoes and it's like, I went just like that, you know, I could, I could totally relate, right? Um, so that was one of the challenges is, um, kind of shifting gears and read again it's also rediscovering what you can um what you have in common like what your common ground is um but of course it is also on on the flip side like that's also a really great thing because i love asking about their classes i felt like i was continuing my education like through them you know because they would talk about their classes they talk about what they learn and it's like oh yeah i'm like i'm still ubc you know <laughs> so that was nice like i really still felt a connection there and my love for learning never left because i still had them to create that connection for me so yeah the friendship dynamics has changed just because of the things that you talk about and how your daily life looks like Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess like the part where you talked about the challenges that you faced, like mm -hmm. having most of your friends still be students and you're just mm -hmm. one of the only ones working full time. Mm -hmm. I never really thought about it. But now that I think about it, that is actually really challenging because mm -hmm. it's really hard to relate when mm -hmm. you're when you're not feeling that intense like stress under school anymore so yeah i'm really glad that you were able to like make it work though and correct me if i'm wrong but it seems like your friendships now have a little maybe more depth to it and you kind of mm -hmm. know each other a little bit better a little bit deeper than just the school surface level for sure yeah for sure i feel that there was more opportunity for us to open up about um things other than school which is really really nice yeah I, I feel like I'm constantly constantly learning new things about my friends mm -hmm. yeah that's really great um so you mentioned that you discovered like new things to do with some friends I was yeah. wondering what kind of fun things have you been doing with your friends oh yeah um oh my god it's like kind of lame like if I say it, but like like playing Mario Kart like on Nintendo on Nintendo Switch <laughs> like playing that's video really games I love that. <laughs> yeah that's like something that i like i felt like i never got the opportunity to do like back in school um so yeah playing video games was something new playing music together was actually something really new too going to events like such as like comedy shows well i guess this is all pre um, pre-covid but yeah like going to events that maybe you never really thought of going to 
that might not have been like up your alley or up your interest where you're like, you know what, like, let's just go, like, let's just check it out, right? Like, we have nothing better to do on a Friday night. Like, let's just check it out. So that's been another one of them and cooking together more and actually like cooking real food and not like, not like ramen food, but like <laughs> actual food. <laughs> yeah, that has been really fun, cooking food and making drinks and stuff like that. So yeah, it's just overall being open-minded and discovering new things. So I'd say like, like, is that an activity, like doing new things? I don't know. Can I call that an activity? Doing new yeah, things? Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'd say that. Yeah. Nice. Nice. I love that. I love the, um, like playing, playing music together. I feel like that's something that we do so much as kids, yeah. but once we get older, it's, yeah, I don't know why, like, I guess just stop really like playing music, like singing and dancing together and stuff. It's like not as, not as common when you're older. Right. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Great. Um, and just to sort of change gears a little bit, I'm wondering, so I guess during quarantine, a lot of people have been having a lot of free time and they don't, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't really know what to do with it. I right. guess it's been a few months now and people have, have kind of figured out like mm-hmm. what to do with it. But I was wondering, do you have any advice for people who want to find more hobbies for themselves, but don't know where to begin? Ooh, okay. I say, like, the first thing that comes to mind is go on the internet, <laughs> um, just because, you know, the internet is such a hub for people to share, and yeah, definitely just go to the weird side of YouTube, I'm not gonna lie, but, like, the weird side of YouTube, like, sometimes you kind of just, like, you start to see the weird things that people are good at, and then it might inspire something, like, really just go on a spiral on YouTube, <laughs> like, that's one way. Another way is just people watch right like go out on the street and just watch people go go in different locations go to the beach go to the park sit at a coffee shop and just like watch people and you might kind it might kind of spark something another thing is like hashtag tiktok maybe do it like tiktok <laughs> um t- like honestly tiktok has like the most whack things that i've ever seen but it's so cool like i didn't know that um rollerblade dancing was a thing like have you heard of rollerblade dancing no I haven't yeah it's like a it's a thing right now so yeah you're basically like on rollerblades and then you do kind of like tricks it's kind of like figure skating but rollerblades like on land so it's really cool and I was like what I didn't even know this existed so yeah definitely yeah, TikTok is where it's at. <laughs> like, you'll find really weird hobbies, but, you know, it might, like, strike a match with you, and you might uh, become inspired with that. So, yeah, I would definitely say um, the internet, people watch, and maybe even your friends. Like, sometimes I, I don't even discover that my friends have a really cool hobby until, like, months or years after I get to know them. But yeah, talk to your friends and ask them what they're doing in their spare time and maybe ask them to take you to like to a gym or like take you out or um, invite you along to do something with them. And that's I think that's a great opportunity to learn and explore. Mm-hmm, yeah. Wow. That's actually really great advice. Like mm-hmm. I, I feel like whenever people give advice about hobbies, mm-hmm. um, what I usually hear the most is like, oh, just kind of look back at what you did when you were a kid or like mm. um, talk to friends. But like mm. going onto the internet, YouTube and TikTok and people watch random strangers. I feel like that 
that is like really that's really great advice very like new advice yeah for sure (laughs) I love the TikTok one Wow. Yeah, TikTok. <laughs> like the kids these days on TikTok are so creative. <laughs> like teenage TikTok, yeah. Yeah. I mean, everyone remembers how like creative they were when they were teenagers. So you know, honestly, never lose that youth. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. I feel like teenagers. Definitely, there's a side of teenagers that get lost when you become an adult. For sure. For sure. For sure. I have one more question. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned that you graduated last year and yes. you've been working full time and hang out with friends a lot more and rediscovering a lot of your hobbies. Mm-hmm. What do you have planned for the next few years? Oh yeah. So ooh, okay. So I actually applied for my master's um to start in 2020, September. So I applied at UBC and I applied overseas in England. So ultimately I decided to accept the offer in England. So this was back in March. So this was kind of, you know, when COVID was starting to become a thing. It was still pre-quarantine. But of course, once quarantine and like once COVID got a little more serious, uh, I realized that it wasn't feasible anymore to go overseas um, in 2020. So I actually decided to go in 2021. So the next couple of years, I'll be doing my master's program. Uh, well, I mean, for this year, I'm going to be continuing to work and just kind of make money for England. And then, yeah, I'll be in England for the next couple of years. Hopefully things will go back to normal or at least like a new normal. And hopefully I will get to travel around. I think I'm kind of like a blank page right now. Uh, As I said before, like when things are uncertain, anything is possible. So I'm keeping an open mind. Like I might end up working there for a couple of years. I might end up working in another country. I'm not too sure. But definitely the next step for me would be going to grad school, the Masters of Occupational Therapy program. Wow, that's amazing. Congratulations <laughs> again on getting into um, an OT school. Thank you. And I think it'll be, it sounds like it'll be so much fun for you to just be, I don't know if you've ever lived somewhere else before, but um, it sounds <laughs> like it'll be so fun just to kind of move away from Vancouver for a little bit and yeah in I mean not to work to go to school mm-hmm. in London like that's such a that's such an amazing place for um, sure <laughs> and I also really like your mindset like your open mindset mm-hmm. about how anything is possible and I really appreciate that you look at it in a very positive light it's mm-hmm. not like anything is possible so the worst thing can happen <laughs> it's more like anything's possible so like the best thing ever in the world can happen to me. And exactly. I, really, I really like your mindset. Like it really inspired me <laughs> to, to be less anxious. Oh, yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, yeah, there's, it's, it's all up to interpretation, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really amazing mindset that you have there. Thank um, you. So I guess we're like nearing the end of the podcast episode. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for sharing your story with us, Leona. And at the end, we have an opportunity for you to share something cool that you're currently doing. Mm -hmm. Is there anything you want to share with us? Um, Yeah, I guess I'll, I guess I'll share the, um, the YouTube thing. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, the channel is uh, Leona Somewhat Reads. (laughs) I just started this actually during um, quarantine because I was bored. I had nothing to do. Um, but so my YouTube videos are, they're about books, but they're not like, like 
in no way am I like a literature um an analyst or whatever like I, I'm not I'm not up there like I'm, I'm not that smart okay but um so my videos are about like inspired by books but it's kind of more of just like a conversation you know just um videos that anyone can watch um so so far I only have three videos on there but hopefully I'll be making some more um especially during the winter time I mean right now it's so sunny and summery and like <laughs> I don't have motivation <laughs> but um yeah so I just pick a topic that I hope that people can relate to so my most latest one was about romance and how society portrays romance I also did one about online dating um and I also did one what was my other one? Oh, about um, mobile phones. So yeah, it's just been really fun, like talking in front of a camera. Like it's nothing super fancy. Like I'm not good at technology or anything. And I'm, I'm in no way am I like a literature expert. But yeah, it's just been fun to connect with people. And I don't know, I'm in some way, I'm kind of like making them for myself too. Because like in the future, I want to look back and be like, oh my God, like when I was 23, like I knew nothing, like that kind of thing. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, it's like really for myself, honestly. Yeah, I, I'm trying to post a little bit more. I'll probably try to come up with something in the next week or so, maybe next two mm -hmm. weeks or so. But I don't know, the weather has been so gorgeous. So I've been really distracted with <laughs> uh, the outdoors and the trees and whatever. But yeah, that, that'd be cool. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. I actually, I love it. Like I, it makes me really want to go watch your YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah. I'll, uh, shameless plug. I'll link you. <laughs> we'll link your, link your description below and your accounts and everything. Oh yeah, for sure. Like comment and subscribe. That's me. <laughs> yes. All right. Thank you thank so you much so for having me. Thank you so much for coming on. I, I had a lot of fun chatting with you. You too. Thank you so much.